Okay guys, welcome back to Allie's Digital Diary. Today I have the amazing, beautiful, talented. Oh my gosh. Hi. That's my mom. Whenever I the first podcast I made with my mom was the most popular. And no. oh the, the love one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Faith, trust, and pixie dust. And so I brought her back. And what are we gonna talk about today? Because we talked about love. What are we going to talk about, Mom? Let's talk about, like, senior year. and What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the Kardashians? You want to talk about... I don't know. Whatever you want to talk about. Well, we'll start senior year, and then we can talk about the Kardashians, but we can work our way from there. Okay. What was your senior year like? Like, approaching? What was that like for you? It was like an awakening. I started... I was like, I discovered a, my own fashion sense, um, and actually we had this thing at work where our boss asked us to provide pictures of us when we were younger, and I sent a picture of me senior year, and I had on like knee-high boots and a little mini skirt and like a jacket and just discovering my sense of style, and then I was like really aware of like oh my gosh, it's senior year and all the things I didn't get to do. I didn't get to cut class. I didn't do I this. know. <laughs> I didn't do that. I know. I didn't have a valentine. So I was like checking all those things off my list because I'm like, I'm graduating and YOLO. So yeah, I was like gonna check all that stuff off my list. Dude, and people, like, cause during lunch, but the people I sit with, they're like, uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not in this lunch period, are you? She's like, oh no, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting, and I'm just like, yep. What? People are checking stuff off the list. I need to start getting my list, cause there's so many things that I haven't really thought about doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's just, like, a multitude that I never really thought I had the option, if that makes sense. Okay. Which is good and bad at the same time. Right. In one mile, turn left onto West Daisy What are Road. things that you accomplished in your year that you're most proud of? Mm. I wrote a song for our graduating class. I like remade a song and changed lyrics. And our choir performed it for like an assembly and it was really like people were really hyped about it. Stay in the second lane from left. Living <sighs> out my dream. Yeah. It was it was cool. And the next line, I think that's left. it. And then I got the boy that I had a crush on. Oh no, that was junior year. I got him to be my Valentine. You were living like your best life. In I high was checking school. them, making a list, and checking it twice. Man, how did what would teach me your ways? Give me some pointers because I mean I feel like I'm pretty satisfied with my senior year, but I also feel like there's some things that I not wish, but kind of like man, I wish that yeah, it's wish. I'm not even gonna hold myself up. Okay, like I don't know, I have like a little fling or something like that, or like a romantic situation. Yeah, where it's like not serious. Okay. Where it's just like, oh my gosh, I saw you in the hallway, like, ah uh, ha flirt here and there. Uh, okay. Uh, go on a date. And then, like, graduation, we're like sitting in the car and we're like, well, it's goodbye. And then, yeah. close credits. 
I think you need to get past rejection. I think you need to go for what you want. You know, this is not um, Bridgerton. I hope this is so. <laughs> no, this is not that Bridgerton. That was the worst example. <laughs> Because, like, when I think of Bridgerton and the girls are waiting for the guys to ask them to dance. And this is not that. You know, um, you need to be comfortable and be okay asking someone out or asking someone a question or um, sitting, you know, kind of making it known that you might, you may be interested in getting to know this person not even dating them or not even like you have a crush because I mean you guys are mature now you how are you gonna like a person that you don't know but you do want to make it known that you have an interest in the person and be very you know like upfront about it and honest because I think if you sit and wait um two things could happen nothing or the second thing, the wrong person yeah. is, is going to come and say the right things. And then you're going to feel obligated to make that work. And that's not really it. You know, you, you're, you're going to learn what you really want um, by trial and error. And there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, with you um, being open and honest about your interest in in a in a man. In a man. Yep. Strong terms. Yeah. For eighteen. We're we're 17. talking about men now. We're eighteen, so yeah. Correct. I don't know. It's just uh, we've had this conversation so many times. We kind of have. We kind of. Uh, we have. I don't know. I feel like. We'll kind of cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. And, and you know, those things will happen when you're ready, too. And it'll happen naturally. Because I think a lot of other things, right? Like the driving. Yeah. Like, you know, um, go, driving in the highway. Like, you know, doing things on your own with friends. Going to the mall. Going to the supermarket by yourself. Like, there was always, like, a moment where that was, like, the frontier that you would never thought that you would be able to conquer and you did so I think in time you will be more comfortable um but in the meantime that's really the 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 key is being comfortable in your own skin and knowing what you like and what you want and what I don't want and what you don't want and I think right now you're more focused on the don't to be honest than the than the positive so I think you know maybe focusing on what you do like and you know making that known I feel like somebody who has good hygiene is it's 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 pretty big on the list okay I can't take that away yeah negative nor positive hopefully positive yeah okay I think that's fair what else? Um, I don't know. I just want a person who is authentically themselves, which also pushes me to be authentically myself. Yeah. So it's like a win, kind of win-win. Mm-hmm. 
So not only am I like trying to be the best person I could be, and it's like mutual that they're trying to be the best person they can be. And then it's just like one big functioning relationship. So can I add to that though? I think sometimes, and I see this a lot with like my single friends, they'll say, oh, someone who's authentic, authentically themselves, who's in the pursuit of of who they truly are, <clears throat> right? And all that stuff. But then is there room for that person to be in a different stage of that discovery than you are mm. right because they could just be starting that journey and then you're maybe further along or the reverse they could be at the I am self-actualized I understand who I am I'm very clear I'm going to this school I'm going to major in this and this is what my life's going to look like and maybe you're like eh, I'm not sure like is there space in your mind to be okay that they're in a different place than you um, is there acceptance there for that variation? Yeah. Which is another question I have to ask myself. Because the acceptance, I feel like that's a big thing. Like, I feel like everybody wants to accept a really good relationship and accept love and receive love. But accepting flaws yes. is another big one. Right. That I haven't even, like, kind of... I've thought about it, but I also haven't thought about it. Right. Those people don't think about it. And and I think that sets everyone up to pretend to be someone they're not. Ah. Because when you realize that when you show your flaws that this person is like, Oh my gosh, who are you really? And oh my gosh, I didn't realize. Then you're like, oh, lesson learned. Don't show them who I really am. Don't show them I'm struggling. Don't tell them what's going on at home. Because if I share that information, um, then this person is not going to be interested in me anymore. You know? So I think there is there is so much opportunity for us um, to be more accepting and more patient and more open and honest about where we are so that we can make others feel comfortable to to like do the same thing you know and that takes time oh my gosh that takes time you know that takes a lot of work for people to start to feel comfortable how did you navigate that with dad um i think there's always going to be one person who's more comfortable quickly than the other person and it depends on the topic I think there are things that daddy was more comfortable in quicker that I, that I wasn't and there were things that I was more comfortable in, in being open and honest about that he wasn't um, so I think we both gave each other space um, and one thing that he actually taught me was um, the phrase you know what when you're ready to talk about it I'm here like, I'm not running away because this is an issue for you or because you're not ready to talk and you're not okay about this. I will be here no matter what. And if it takes you 10 years, if it takes you five, if it takes you five minutes, I'm interested and I will wait. 
you know, like, I'll give you that space. And that was like game changer for me because, you know, I thought I was just going to shove it under the rug and like, let's just ignore that part of, of, of my life or ignore that part of what's going on um, and pretend it's not happening. And he was like, oh, no, we're, we're not going to do that. But I understand you're not ready now, but I hope that you will be ready one day. And when you are, I want to hear about it and I want to be a part of it. So he taught me that. So I, in reverse, did the same with him. Like, oh, wait, let me take a page from his book. Oh, you don't want to talk about it now? Okay, but when you're ready, I'm here to, you know, and I'm interested in blah, blah, blah. I also saw, like, there was a sermon about how breakups and divorces are so, like, common. Mm -hmm. It's because we want what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And so when we realize that that person isn't what's best or is it like on the same vibe or is it like doing what they're supposed to understanding the assignment or some bull crap like that right then it's so easy to drop out you right. know because right. we don't want to put in the work right and and i think that's a very general statement right it's it, uh, like a church today the pastor talked about it takes two people to make a covenant right yeah. but one person to break it Right. If both people are committed and now we're talking marriage, so we're like skipping steps and that's cool. But if both people are committed to the relationship, then you have a relationship because there's always a reason to get a divorce. You know, um, they left their clothes on the floor. They don't appreciate my cleaning and cooking. Um, they didn't tell me that their mom was going to come over, <laughs> you know, uh, they don't lift the toilet seat when they go to the bathroom. Like, there's always, Just you know. Just calling him out. There's, no, I'm not talking about, no, I'm not talking about daddy. I'm joking, I'm joking. But I'm just saying in general, like, you know, um, I have, you know, a lot of friends who's like, husbands were like, oh, I don't have to tell you when my parents come over. They just show up. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, like, they, they practically live here and they can do whatever they want and they have keys and this is their house and. You know what I mean? Like, there's no boundaries, you know, things like that. So I feel like there's always a reason to be like, oh, this person's not on the same page. This person's not serving me in a positive manner. I'm not happy in this situation. Like, I think there's always things that people do that will make you feel like maybe I'm not sure if this is it. But there's got to be a part of you that's committed and if both parties are willing to work on something even if it's a small step it's a, if it's a baby step if both parties are willing there's they're unstoppable even if it's something tiny and small if there's a small amount of willingness i think that's worth exploring because on the other side of that it, it's such a fulfilling situation when you can get over those hurdles, and of course, it's going to be another hurdle, you know. Um, but it's really a great experience when you can get over those issues to the next thing, you know. Back to college. Yeah. Can you give me a, synops a synopsis or a summary of your first two months at Hofstra University? Oh, Lord. Um... They had this program where they allowed freshmen 
it was like a success, like to help you be successful in school, you know, like college level courses. And, and most of us had never taken like college composition level classes and things like that. So they had us come in like five or six weeks earlier before college actually started to earn and we earned like six credits right mm -hmm. so it was like this fast-paced like monday through friday you know all day classes for us to earn credits and also for us to be kind of get used to the pace of college right mm -hmm. so i made i made some you know some friends through that and you know we dormed together during that period and then a few of us ended up still being together when school actually started so that was that was very interesting you know um you know and we used to go to the mall and you know study together and exchange like tips and whatever so yeah it was just positive and and then you know i joined the, the choir and that was great because I made some friends and met some people there and <clears throat> and then joined the Christian club. So I, I got busy pretty quickly getting getting involved, getting connected, you know, that sort of thing. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother can sing. She can I'm okay. sing. She can, I'm not even fronting y'all. My mom is I'm okay. Cause like I'll I'll be doing homework and stuff, and she's on this like Smule app, um, this Smule karaoke app, and she's just belting her heart out, and it sounds so. I almost want to like get it and record it so I can show you guys. I'm not fronting. I do not front when we're talking about capabilities of people who can sing. Okay, you know I do not. I'm very critical, although I don't know. But seriously. My mother can sing. I just wanted to point that out there. If you went to our Christmas party back in 2020. I did definitely didn't do my best singing. But people are so impressed. For what? No, that was not that was not it. But I appreciate it. But no. <laughs> mm -mm. We are that's our own it. worst critics. Mm -hmm. Well, that's true too. It's 8.35, we're, and we're, sorry, it's 8.13, we are at 18.30, Would you like to, let's talk about the Kardashians. Oh gosh, yeah. Let's oh. talk about the Kardashians, baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about all the things, things and about things that maybe, let's talk about them. Chris. <laughs> Let's talk about them. What are you doing? Idiot! I know. Sorry, like, we're on the road. wrong with people? Okay. Thoughts, 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 thoughts. Mm. Let's start. Yeah, I don't think North needs to get off TikTok. I think her parents need to get off social media. That's... I... Oh, someone's in my garage. Wait, is that Daddy? Let me see. What was that? That's dad. Is it? Yeah, that's dad. Is he home? I guess so. Yeah, that's dad. Oh. We have a camera in our garage so we can like see and 
stuff. But the Kardashians. So oh. you believe? I do agree. I feel like Kanye shouldn't be taking everything to Twitter. And now I feel like people feel like they're obliged to voice their opinion, like how we are. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with this kind of stuff, how serious it is, I feel like it should just be between Kanye or Ye, 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 and Kim. Mm. That's how I feel. Okay. Also, what do you think? Uh, share your thoughts about Kim and Pete Davidson. Oh, Kim is way too grown with too many kids. <gasps> Sorry. What? Taylor Swift is on the thing. Oh. Okay. <gasps> no, it was the wait. Can we go back? I think so. I don't know. I bet you think about me. Yeah. I bet you think. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. Dude, it's not. still awake I bet you're just fine fast asleep in your city it's better I love singing in a country accent (laughs) okay let's let's sing a Taylor Swift song in a country accent Mm. I have to know one Uh, mean and a liar and pathetic in a long enough and mean, and mean, and mean, and mean, but some. I bet you think about me when you're out. I can just play it. Okay. Just. Oh, is that it? No. You wanna? Yeah. Let's give it a second now. We are going to belt. You're gonna edit this out, right? Of course. Um, Do you know our song? You should know this one. What? This one. Shotgun with my hair undone in the front seat of his car. He got one hand feel on the steering wheel, the other on my heart. Look around, turn the radio down, says, Baby, there's something wrong. I said nothing, I was just thinking about we don't have a song. And he said, Our song is a silver screen door, sneaking out day, tapping on your window. When we're on the phone and you talk real slow Cause it's late and your mama don't know Our song is the way you laugh The first day, man, I didn't kiss her, man, I 
You don't know this one? No, I sure don't. Okay, let's find... You know, um, Red. I don't know anything from that album. 22. We're never getting back together. That's from Red? Yes. Oh, okay. I knew you were trouble. It says, this is what it says when you look up Red. In the primary color, Taylor Swift captures the essence of her fourth record. It, re it represents her taste for vengeance, her hot-blooded romantic streak, and the neon-lit pulse of the dance floor. <laughs> the banjo pluck of the title track, an acoustic ballad all too well will resonate with country fans, mm -hmm. but glossy singles like We Are Never Getting Back Together and I Know You Were Trouble seem destined for a broader audience. One that's just as vivid as the title suggests. That's pretty good. Whoever wrote that. Mm -hmm. I was writing shotgun with the hair undone. Mm. We're about to order some ice cream. So are we going to call it a day? Yeah. Let's call it a day. Any last words? Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Amen. Yeehaw. Adios. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the body positivity uh, little mini. Okay, so one person asks me, what's my favorite feature about myself? It has been, it's always will be, and it currently is my lips. It's funny because since getting lip injections is a trend, a lot of people don't believe you when you say that they're real. I don't know. Some people have never seen like the whole community of black people, of African Americans, but having big lips is natural. And if you want to get lip injections and go right ahead. Um, but yeah, cool. My favorite part of my, myself, my face is my lips. I also really like, I don't know. Um, this is going to be really Dan Schneider of me, but I think I have pretty feet. So, it's my feet. If you want toe picks, I cannot give them to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> my next question is, how have I been? I have had a few suicidal thoughts. Every now and then. But, I'm going to my therapist. I got a new therapist. She's amazing. And we talk. And she likes the Mindy Project. Okay. Homework for y'all. Go watch the Mindy Project, please. Thank you. And just, ah. Also, I forgot my other question. But, announcement. Announcements. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing an Ali's visual diary on YouTube. So, subscribe to Ali K on YouTube. We're going to have these chats, but I got a really cool sunset lamp. And I'm going to do, like, my makeup and stuff, and you're going to meet my animals. We're going to talk about this. Just more visual. And I'm going to make an episode in detail about my body. And, yeah, so adios.